Hi guys, it's Ufaro back again with the podcast and today I am joined by Farai. Hey guys, I'm back or I think I've been here for three three straight podcasts so I'm I'm here now I guess. <laughs> yeah, you can't keep saying you're back. Uh but there yeah. is someone we can't mm-hmm. manage to, you know, chase away and that would be too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. How's it going? Oh, well, yeah. COVID-19, coronavirus. <laughs> that barely going. <laughs> that, that pretty much sums it up. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's like the only conversation, <laughs> eh? It's, yeah. it's wherever you, you, you are. I mean, it's not like we're going anyway <laughs> because <laughs> we are stuck in our homes. Um. But yeah, I mean, that's all you talk about, you know, sharing news, sharing, and as much as we say to each other, ah, oh, yeah, let's keep away from the news for some time, you know, because it's so depressing, you know, you just can't help it, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. For us, it's a bit worse because it's part of our job to be part of that cycle as well, so you can't really turn it off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, I've just been working on. Uh, a few articles around um, just the the macroeconomics of COVID nineteen and yeah. So yeah, so COVID nineteen is as you guys are saying changing um, the world pretty much as we are seeing it, and there are probably a couple of challenges that are coming up and maybe opportunities. So the other day I was watching uh, this YouTube video and they were talking about how the airline industry is pretty much suffering because of um, this uh, pandemic that's happening. Because when there's a lockdown, whether it's 21 days or just to flatten the curve um, so that like the disease uh, slows down in spreading, uh, you're going to restrict travel, uh, especially international travel. We have Donald Trump saying yeah. there's his travel, his banned travel from America to Europe. And that was like a big um, like connection between these two countries. You'd have a lot of traffic going through. Um, so airlines, they're like, yeah, they're you're out of business because no one's traveling, no one's going anywhere, and people are losing jobs, and there are things like that happening in the world. So I wanted to take a closer look at it um, because airlines is like, yeah, okay, this is happening in America and Europe um, is kind of detached, but how is this situation going to affect us locally, affect the local startups and the businesses? Oh yeah, you know how will it not? <laughs> That's probably <laughs> the question. That's probably the question. And I mean, even even the airline industry, uh, even here, it's being affected. So you have companies like Fast Jet; they've also suspended flights. Uh, you know, and and that's that's taking a knock. Uh, I guess they they had to because one they 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 wanted to contribute to stopping the spread and number two, who's traveling, <laughs> you mm. know? Um, so that's that's just foregone revenue and and there are some businesses that are just not going to going to reopen. Eh? Uh, you have uh, you know food businesses, your restaurants, your entertainment. And, and, and stuff. Some of these businesses, they just won't reopen because of that loss in momentum. It's it's so 
difficult to to get back up sometimes especially yeah, yeah. in zim where the currency itself is deteriorating so whatever you had in your bank account you know you get to keep spinning it mm. uh the moment you stop for 3 days even your money can't can't buy the 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 inventory that you need i mean so i don't want to walk the conversation you know i guess it's just kind of mm. Then yeah, no, I I I do understand why you're so overwhelmed. It's hard to to zero in on one thing because everything is is so affected right now. And like you say in in the context of Zimbabwe where already before the virus um there are so many problems that businesses have to contend with on a daily basis. So mm-hmm. having something that that results in you shutting down for maybe we say maybe a minimum of 30 days but probably more that is devastating that is extremely devastating um wrote an article yesterday i think yeah it was yesterday and in that article there was a conversation we had last week with a phone repairer and he was saying he has not been able to get spares for four months mm. and this is because um, he sources the the spares from international uh, from china yeah especially china and yeah china was the first one to really get affected by this and shipments are no longer coming and again that relies on airlines um so it's exactly. like so <laughs> this is it's 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 uh, the domino effect essentially where china closes a factory uh, a chinese factory closes but now a phone repairer can't get parts anymore phone resellers cannot order phones in bulk or at wholesale prices it yeah it, it it's really messed up it's hard to see how it turns around because now i think some of the chinese factories are opening but uh in terms of travel and shipping there are still delays and they will continue to be delays as well so he was saying he doesn't know when that will be fixed and that is basically his main source of revenue as a company that is their main source of revenue so already for four months they've been watching their stock delete uh, deplete and he was saying he had actually run out of iphone spares so he still has android but when they run out then what yeah well and and well how how will you get those because even uh, apple themselves you know they they are uh, they, they already experienced oh that was several weeks ago that you know what they they are going to delay shipping certain uh uh like the their iphones and, and stuff because most of their manufacturing is done in china so with those strategies at the apple level then imagine if, if you're just talking of some small space guy in mm, in, yeah. in <laughs> and and well, but i guess i think it's a, it's a better problem for him uh if it remains the only problem what i fear is the the problem is actually going to be the demand because the supply side of the problem i think I, if if it was just that you know it was it existed when this problem was just china eh um yeah but now that this problem is all over the world and it's in zim as well this the demand side is going to be suppressed i mean people are losing their jobs uh yeah. so yeah if a phone dies no one will have the money to to fix it you know Um, yeah, and, and it's a bit of a catch twenty two because the more I think about it, when you explain uh, the the demand and supply is when these factories get back up, 
what does a, a Zimbabwean uh, guy who's ordering these pairs from China, can he compete with other people from these first world countries and whatnot? It, it's a lot to contend with. It is a lot to contend with. What does it mean for the prices when the when the spares return, uh, when the spares actually come back in stock, but then there's so much demand that the price is going to go up. So the dynamics of just doing business are going to be a bit difficult. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So 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 well, maybe I have a bias uh, towards you know the the bigger uh, macroeconomic impacts because that's what I've just been. Um, yeah. Uh, just Looking thinking up. about and, and writing about. So, I mean, it's it's just how the war economy affects it. So, for example, right now, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm actually writing an article about the uh, value of the local currency, you know, mm. how it's going to be affected by COVID-19. Um, and well, I'm, I'm looking at things like, you know, we know exports are going to be a problem. Zimbabwe exports raw materials. Industry yeah. is closing down all over the world. Who's going to buy gold from Zimbabwe? Mm. Or from anywhere? And <laughs> tobacco season yeah. is around the corner as well, and that's a big deal for us. It's tobacco season, you know, and, and the, the farmers are going to, to lose out, and the crop is already there, you know. Um, but the, there's no manufacturing going on, so demand for those exports is going to be down. So we, we're not going to generate a lot of money that comes in. So if we're not going to generate money coming in, uh, then it means the local currency will just deteriorate further in, in, in value, you know? And, and again, even for critical imports, Zim is in this precarious place where we just import everything, including onions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but now, because there's this global crisis, there's just going to be a higher demand, you know, for yeah, some no, of these no things. No one that, wants with their onions. <laughs> yeah, and, and we won't afford. Like right now, face masks. Mm. Uh, 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 there's no a ban on, on, on exporting those in many countries. You know, mm, yeah. even the countries that are considered progressive, the European countries, they're saying, no, we, we want to export this. So yeah, it's, just... <laughs> it's a rock in the hard place. It's a rock in the hard place. <laughs> yeah, um, so yeah, tourism, it's, it's this, I mean, but my biggest fear is really for, for the small businesses, um, you know that 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 would need to to close down whether because people are not free to move around um or because the government has said shut down uh getting back up will be very very difficult um so it's it's crazy you know and and when you look at strong economies in in the united states going into this covid-19 uh crisis the economy was was stronger than it has been in a long time uh but but they they are already the there is their uh congress is is uh going to decide on a bill that has been drafted for 2 trillion dollars 
to be pumped into the economy. So some of it will be given to, to individuals as kind of unemployment benefits, um, and then as rescue packages, loans to businesses, small businesses, and things like that. So you see such, such strong economies, they, they have to do this because people are going to be out of work for a long time. So, so yeah. the way we're looking at it in, in Zim sometimes, we're, we're thinking it's a matter of weeks or maybe this will last until this is dealt with. One, the virus is, 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 is still around for some time. Yeah. yeah. You know, we, it's, it's still around for some time. And then even after it has been dealt with, let's say there's a miracle, there's a vaccine tomorrow and the whole world and it's a vaccine that can be, you know, dropped in by droplets and everyone is vaccinated at the same time and, oh, we are safe from it. If it happens yeah. tomorrow, mm-hmm. that miracle, it will still take a long time. The, the whole, yeah, the year or maybe even a few years to come, Bill, we're just going to be feeling this. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe another interesting thing I would, I would, I would want to ask, since you, you were saying you've been focusing on, on microeconomics, is the people who have been uh, looking at this as the correction of markets. So company values... Some people felt they were already inflated and now they're coming down and they're going to their true value. Do you think that holds or it's, it's a bit more tricky? Um, well, yeah, so, you, so you see now there's just uh, a lot of people, especially when you follow Twitter and, and, and a lot of American <laughs> tech guys, business people, uh, they kind of the stuff that they want to believe you know, yeah. <laughs> um, so so at the core of that belief is to say, hey, this is overhyped. You know, uh, it's not as bad as it seems, and 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 stuff. It's, it's we will shake this off. So they want to believe yeah. that, and and why they want to believe that is because they don't want a lockdown. So they're saying, no, it will be worse in the long term for the economy and stuff. But hey, you know what? I think people. People dying is much worse for the economy, you know. So it's better to do the lockdowns now and and buy time to save lives than to just worry that of the damage a lockdown will do to the economy and still prolong this and still be forced to shut down due to illness and 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 and, and people dying. So it's so, so it's, I would take whatever they say with a pinch of salt. Eh? Uh, yeah. I don't, yeah. it's just a correction. So yes, there could be, have been overvaluations and, and, and businesses on the global capital markets. Um, but yeah, who says whatever has been lost is all that's going to be lost. This is just the beginning. So yeah. I, I think it's just going to continue. Um, so, so I don't know if you checked. We, talk, we talked earlier, um, uh, Farai. I don't know if you checked yep. the, the trends on the Zimbabwe Stock Exchange. What, what is in the trends? Uh, last time I checked, they were, they were falling. 
Mm. They were falling, but not as not today. I checked, I think, on Monday, and they were falling, and they had been falling for a while now. It was almost two weeks. So, because we had no case, and people here were acting, people in Zimbabwe, that is, were acting as if everything is normal. I'm not sure if that trend is influenced by by the virus or if it, it's more to do with with the economy itself, which has been on a downward spiral as well. Ah, no, no, definitely the virus. So remember, before now, there was just uh, a continuous bull run on the Zimbabwe Stock Exchange. Why? Because people have money that's stuck in their bank accounts and the only thing they can think to do with it to preserve value is to buy stocks. Yeah. Um, so, so, so that has been keeping the price up. So this is definitely like uh, a COVID-19 thing. Uh, maybe some people buy, buying out in anticipation of the market just uh, losing value. And number two, which is, I think, uh, the bigger issue is, remember, a good percentage of the money that is invested in the stock exchange comes from outside. external investment. I don't know who's playing something in the background there. Yeah, I actually wanted to say that as well. Is that breaking news? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it, it, so the top ten actually fell by four point nine percent. That's mm. the most recent update. And then the all share, the entire stock exchange, fell by three point two percent. I see. So yeah, I mean, because external, there's, there's there's no external investor to talk about. Uh, everyone is busy in their own country. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, great. Okay, maybe because this 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 conversation really can quickly become a a, a rabbit <laughs> hole. Maybe right. let's touch on. <laughs> maybe let's touch on. Uh, before we go to opportunities, let's touch on working from home. Uh, I say before we go to opportunities because that in itself could be an opportunity, but we also have challenges like the lack of electricity and then also internet access is is pretty it's pretty expensive to, to get right now so are we prepared as a country to work from home i i feel it's a no on my end i don't know if any of you guys see anything else other than that um yeah it's a, it's, a, it's a no also on my end uh, we talked <laughs> a bit about this um in the last two I think on remote working the last two episodes of the mm. podcast and yeah, electricity is, is a big uh, factor, uh, not just because it's unavailable for like most of the day, uh, but also for you to set up a backup power solution, you need to have like money, right? And it's not a cheap thing to do outside of that. There's the internet that you need as well for you to work from home. And again, it's, it's not cheap, right? Uh, so most of, the providers are expensive. And if you're not in a place where you can get a wired connection, uh, so you're going for the Zoe Vibronics, uh, which is like the wireless one, it's more expensive um, than having a wired connection. So that will also affect uh, your ability to work from home. And then there are all other factors, like even if you manage to work from home, are you as a person like capable of doing that? Uh, maybe your personality just doesn't suit this or the type of job that you do just won't even allow for this to happen. 
Yeah, and and so even for types of jobs that for which it should be possible, you know, it's something that is just being people companies are just being forced to do abruptly. Um, yeah. So do did they have systems in place that allow for that? So because sometimes we assume, ah, yeah, you know what, uh, internet connection is going to be the problem. Maybe before we go to the internet connection. Do they have systems that allow them to to work on the internet? So if they were doing physical filing of things, they have to look for, uh, you know, so who's going to carry the file cabinet home, you know? (laughs) Yeah, that's something I missed. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when it comes to, uh, I would like to say, government institutions. I think it's fair to say, at least when we interface them, we see them doing everything physically very few things are done digitally yeah so so i think i think that goes for a lot of big businesses i i don't think they are ready uh to do that you know like so even 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 the telecoms uh businesses uh so there's some roles maybe that they can easily switch to to start uh just being fulfilled remotely uh but there are some that that I mean, it should have been possible, but they'd never built in, you know, capacity to do that. Uh, yeah. in the first place. Well, um, I, I think it's going to be tricky. I think what's actually happening is uh, a lot of companies that are saying, hey, uh, uh, people who work from home and stuff, what's actually happening is there's going to be zero productivity. Those people are just going home. Mm. Uh, they're not going to be working. Even the, the, the evaluation systems, I mean, I, everything will just be messed up. And even the person who's going home, yeah, they may be told that, hey, from now on, you're working from home. But in their head, they hear, from now on, stay yeah. home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's unthinkable that work is possible. From, so I, I, I think... Yeah, it's it's just going to be um, a challenge. Perhaps what it will force is that after all this is done, maybe uh, businesses will start to then deliberately build in systems that allow for this. No. Mm. Uh, so I guess we'd have to go to... Well, the... I mean, that's a, that's a pretty gloomy picture, hey? That's a pretty... That's what I wanted to say. It's pretty gloomy if we don't see that as a big opportunity in and of itself. Are there any bright sides there? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but before we get to the opportunities, um, there is one challenge that's yeah. like, like, yeah, this one's like at heart with me. So the issue of um, like the future. So you have people, kids mainly, who relied on certain programs. So for example, coding boot camps, and some of them would not even be paid but it's just like a community that's going out and they're teaching these skills to these children. And now you can't have that because you can't move around. Besides, if you relied on a venue like a hub, uh, for example, Impact Hub, we've done like a couple of things there as a deaf community. Um, So it's like, if you don't have the venue now, you can't even do that. Um, So it's like, yeah, Uh, to add to the gloom and doom, um, the future is also, it's not just, the businesses and the old people right now, but the young kids are also 
getting affected. And yeah. discover most of these don't have the luxuries of a laptop or a phone at home or internet. So you can't be like, ah, oh, well, How they can just infrastructure. <laughs> yeah, they can just learn from home. No, they can't learn yeah. from home because they don't have those yeah. um, opportunities that you have if you're like living a first world life, even in a third world country. Yeah, I mean, so you, you know, it's it's funny that then you you picked the coding camps and and stuff, or maybe because you're a developer. But I mean, even before we get there, I mean, the basic education itself, schools are closed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they're closed indefinitely. So so I know people are thinking they'll, they'll open soon because, I mean, they close, it, they were about to close anyway. Um, yeah. So I think people are thinking, ah, well, it would just be a long school, uh, yeah. ordinary school vacation. But it's not. You know, most probably it's not going to be that because I think it's going to get much worse before it gets better. Um, so uh, these kids are, are affected. I mean, they, they just, they're not going to learn. I've been following a lot about what's happening with education around the world. And, and you find in, in developed countries, I mean, schools are moving online and, and they're using online tools quite a lot. Your Zoom, your 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 google class uh even 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 the clunky skype yeah yeah but not even an option and i'm not even talking about kids not having access to the internet i'm talking about the teachers being able to use the technology to say hey Uh, to your teacher use zoom they don't even know what that is you know (laughs) so and we are not even talking about the teacher having, you know, the, 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 the equipment to use and, and stuff. They don't know what, what this is. And I don't see any proactive uh, uh, part being played by anyone, really, including the government, about this. So it's a mess, you know. The, the Cambridge Examination Board is suspended exams for this year, they're, they're not going to be exams. Um, there are kids here who, 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 who are doing that curriculum. How are they going to be affected by this? It's just crazy. <laughs> Sorry to be gloomy, but yeah. But yeah, it is what it is. Hey, that's exactly what it is right now. And, and maybe it is a bit necessary because right now the, the outlook has just been, uh, give it a few weeks, things will be fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess this would be a good point to look at the bright side. <laughs> if there is, right? <laughs> yeah, if there is. Well, I guess. Uh, so maybe of- on the bright side, the first thing is, Tinashe, uh, you had said there's no exams for the entire year. They've said for May, June, uh, November should be there. But that's if things go according to plan. <laughs> mm. And probably that's for internet because I think for the whole for for the UK they say it's June and, no, and November, right? Oh, okay. I was referring to Cambridge. I don't remember what they said for GCSEs and A levels in the UK. I'll have to check. Yeah. Uh, I, so I maybe think, that's where we we got it mixed up. So I think so. So so for international, in fact, when they first announced it, it said uh, UK and then international, they can still write as long as it's safe. And I guess, I guess, because it then just spread to so many countries and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's, it's no global. 
normal for everyone. So, yeah, it's it's it should just be interesting to to see what happens. Opportunities. I mean, I guess from an entrepreneurial perspective, um, we look at uh, you know things like e-commerce. Uh, so Zim is not on a, in a lockdown per se as yet. Um, I actually hope it it goes on a lockdown soon so that this thing just yeah, we get to stop this thing in its tracks. Hey, eh? yeah. Um, if if that happens, there is just an opportunity for for e-commerce to to pick up. Um, uh, people are avoiding to to go out of the house and uh, then buying supplies and, and, and stuff. So it's going to be clunky at first, of course, because the logistics is, is messy and, and all, but um, it, it may then just, you know, pull down the inertia against yeah. buying online. So I guess that's a good thing. My worry is is what what lockdown will mean for for that. I definitely think there is an opportunity. And then speaking to Fresh in a Box's CEO, he was saying the same thing. He was saying already they've seen a huge spike in in demand and people more willing to use their channels. But my only concern is is what will the lockdown mean? You think? Um, do you feel confident that governments will still let these these small businesses, or even maybe the big ones as well, who will be the players who are allowed to play in that field as well? So that's my only worry. But I but I do agree with you. I think e-commerce there's an opportunity, especially in Africa. I I don't I don't think they would stop that because uh, getting supplies is going to be a big deal. So it would actually be in the government's best interest. If if because if if the, if e-commerce players are going to be doing the deliveries, it limits the number of people who are moving about. You know, and I, I, with that number limited, then those few can have uh, as much of protective clothing as they need to have, uh, or systems in place to say, yeah, if you're delivering, uh, we knock at your door. We leave the package and then the person delivering uh, moves two meters away until you open, you speak from a distance. It's easier to control when it's few people who are doing the, are doing. the, the buying and, and selling I, I, uh, and, and, and supplying. I guess Farai's question was more of who, uh, because I think in the case of fish in a box, they do grocery deliveries, right? Um, if you look at supermarkets or they'll see it, oh, well, it's obvious supermarkets will be allowed to keep doing this in the lockdown. But the question of will as an independent private company be allowed to do the same thing? Like, or not independent, but like, you get what I mean? Like a startup, like Fresh in a Box. Yeah, so the guys who, who don't have a direct line to the government. Yeah, there's just like SPA, it's, it feels like kind of obvious, like TM or SPA will be like given the get-go to, to keep doing the deliveries. But with fish in a box, I'm not sure whether they'll be like, oh, yeah, uh, keep delivering your fruits and vegetables. And meat. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I actually don't think, I don't think that there'll be that problem. Mm. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't think so. It, it won't be a big problem. 
So outside of e-commerce, is that the only opportunity? <laughs> so I guess I mean I mean with all gloom, there's there's always then the reverse the reverse side to say, okay, so who's solving uh, for this? So so it depends on what we mean by opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so there's the opportunity beyond the COVID-19. So, for example, with the e-commerce that we said to say, you know what, people would have already been trained to trust buying online. So that market can then grow, grow even after this whole episode. Um, but then you, you, you also have uh, opportunity even during COVID-19 to say, you know what, uh, maybe I am... Uh, delivering educational content somehow uh, to kids that are stuck at home. Um, mm-hmm. And, and if that is an opportunity. So I, I, I think it's, it's, there is always something entrepreneurial to do about any big problem that, uh, that arises. Um, and then some intangible opportunities, you know. Um, families haven't been families for a long time. I mean, everybody being on the grind. Yeah. You know? So perhaps this is a time to bond. Uh, or, 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 or it will happen like it happened in China. I was reading some articles that are saying divorces went up. <laughs> because <laughs> uh, People actually had to live together for a while. <laughs> yeah, yes. it's time to get nagged. <laughs> ah, yeah, they realize people realize. Oh my goodness, I understand this. Person. <laughs> but perhaps that's a that's that's a positive. That's a good thing, exactly. Yeah, you get to realize that. Oh, wow! At least you get to realize that before you're sixty-five and stuck with that person for good. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, um, I, so I would think um, along those lines. I mean, those intangibles, uh, uh, they're, e- they're, they're easy to overlook, but they're, they're, they're precious. Um, yeah. If, if people do hmm. Exactly. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> it, it, the incentive is for us then to take advantage. From, from perspective of, of startups and whatnot, I don't see that being an issue, but for institutions like government who have already been lagging behind, this is the perfect time to see the value of systems that require less human interface. Mm. But I'm not sure if they will take that opportunity. Yeah, because at government level, everything is looked at as a very big problem all at once. So. So it never solved, you know. But yeah, how do you yeah. eat an elephant? You know, one piece at a time. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if 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 we just adopt that that mindset and, and and move forward, you know, maybe we'll be stronger. And even 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 the industry, I think uh, one of the articles I just published uh, that I was talking about, uh, you know countries banning the export of protective clothing and stuff like that was just yeah. to say, you know what, there's just a need to, to rethink globalization and, and uh, perhaps locally we'll be forced to think around making sure that our, um, 
we don't rely too much on imports here. Yeah? Our industry yeah. is strong and stable and, and stuff. Because at the times like this, you just see how vulnerable you are because you're not producing anything for yourself. Yeah, yeah and, and, and I saw that headline of yours and it really struck me that you know, the thing with, with globalization is it's a great ideal, but when put to the test, it's a bit tough. <laughs> yeah, so, so it, it works 99.9% of the time. But this 0.01% thing that happened is so huge that it then says, mm, are we so sure about this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it's unfortunate that at, as that happens, so many lives are being impacted, lost. We talked about job losses as well, and, and the impact is real, regardless of us maybe lightening up the mood and then joking around. The impact is extremely real. It is, yeah. I don't know. I guess that's, I don't know. Does anyone else have a rant? Because I feel like we could go on and on and on. <laughs> yeah, 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 and we'll, we'll make this so depressing that you know <laughs> Yeah, people who are well, people well, who choose to go outside. <laughs> yeah, you know, like they'll go looking for fun somewhere else. Um, yeah. So I guess this this is it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, in closing, hey, Zim, let's let's just keep safe out there. Hey, um, yeah. this is serious and. Um, uh just just don't take it for granted uh just don't visit you know stay stay at home wash your hands uh, wash your hands yeah you know just have access to face masks use those i mean if, if you can't i mean just just use a scarf it might not be so effective but it should do something eh? it might be the difference between yeah yeah <laughs> So speaking about that, like just um, information on COVID-19, you can get um, information through Texan Market app, uh, the phone. So you just um, send a message, health, um, to plus 0717-684-274. And you get... Um, That's on WhatsApp, right? Yes, on WhatsApp. Um, so you get latest information as from the World Health Organization. Um, so symptoms, uh, what to do to prevent, and also some statistics, uh, the number of cases, it's just to keep yourself informed on what's happening and what you should do. So yeah, there's health, a lot of reading around, yeah. So please send health to 0717? 684-274. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just won't catch this number tonight, won't you? <laughs> <laughs> I was good speaking to you guys. All right. Likewise, stay safe. Thank you for listening.